Hey friend. So how are you feeling? How are you feeling from the last episode, episode five? I know, I know it was a lot, but I had to do that for you because I wanted to clear up some of your self-doubt or at least try to. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help. And that's exactly what this episode will continue to do because I truly did not have a how. So me telling you, don't worry so much about the how is just from a personal experience because when I deliberately made the decision not to look for a job while I was on unemployment, that was how, how am I saying this? That was basically the opening that I left, I guess is how I want to say it for um, my miracle to show up, something that I didn't plan for. Does that make sense? Um, And yeah, I ended up with a nice scholarship check when how was I going to pay for it was one of the biggest questions (laughs) on my mind. I had no goals. I had no idea what would happen. And I definitely had nothing saved up to this idea that I wanted to be in the beauty industry. So I'm sharing this to say, even if you have no idea, and this is the very beginning of you exploring it, you know, a, a passion or a, something you have written down on a little piece of paper or the back of an envelope. <laughs> I'm just here to say, you never know. Because as I mentioned, my first divine wink, my first magical how um, that shifted how I looked at the world even and how things happen in life was while I was unemployed and got accepted into the program to get the natural hair license paid for because I didn't even know about these things and I'm not special. These things were available to anyone, but a lot of times people don't take advantage of tools provided. So anyway, the actual turning point for my career was when I got into the natural hair program. That was the beginning. That was the first step. Um, And so Miss Bevel's Beauty International School in Baldwin was where everything started to open up for me because I was in the natural hair program for five months. It's very intimate, very small, but you know, it was my, what, how do they say? I put my pinky toe in the water. (laughs) So, um, anyway, I go to school five months. I do my time and I pass my test and I'm thinking, Oh my God, I am a licensed stylist. Like I am hype. I, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe how life quickly changed. I just a few short months ago, I was saying, I'm going to do this. I don't know how. And here I am now, five months later or six months, I should say, because I had to take the test and then I failed. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you, friend. I failed it the first time. And then I took it again, <laughs> the, um, not the hands-on, but the practical, the actual test test. Um, and I had to take it again. So anyway, now my hobby is legit, right? Now I can say, yes, I am a licensed stylist. Um, and sidebar, I don't know if you know, but it's an important distinction to say that I was a natural hair stylist because that license limits what you can do. So with a natural hair license, you can shampoo, condition, braid, and twist and lock hair legally. 
not every state has a natural hair license. That's why so many people end up with a cosmetology license, even though they do specific um, textures of hair. You know, they only serve as curly, coily, kinky hair or things like that. It's that's a whole topic in itself. But if your state does not have a natural hair license, you have to do the whole license. The gag is natural hair is not a focus of the cosmetology curriculum. You see what I'm saying? So that's why in my mind, I said, okay, this will be a good place for me to start because I'm going to be doing what I've been doing my whole life anyway. And Miss Beverly, bless her heart, she didn't teach me anything in that sense. I literally learned how to pass a test. Um, Yeah, because the things that I learned in the school, I kind of, for the most part, knew how to do. There's some older techniques that I obviously do not know, but in general, I didn't go there to learn a bunch of things as much as I did learn how to do a professional, um, you know, table set up and put my tools down and, you know, the sanitation and things like that. So anyway, um, what was I saying? Um, yes, yes, yes. The natural hair license. So you can't do any chemical services. You cannot cut hair by law. And I thought, okay, hey, that's fine. This was all an experiment anyway. And even though I felt a sense of accomplishment, I was also like, okay, but now what? You know, like now I have this license. Now it's legit. Now what? Because I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have anyone telling me what to do next. And I remember feeling a bit confused, accomplished, but confused because I waited all these years for this feeling but I still also felt like, okay, but now what? Um, I didn't have an aspiration to go to a salon. Um, the salons that I knew of from working in Manhattan all these years of my life, they definitely didn't have braid services. You know, like those kind of salons that performed services for natural hair women, they were in the, the boroughs. They weren't in the city. And to me, the city meant you know, you arrived. (laughs) So, but, but my friends were pumped. Oh, my friends were like, let's go. Let's go, Camilla. You did it. Now, can you give me a trim? Can you dye my gray? And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. This is why I had to break down the difference. Like there's absolutely a difference between the licensing and they didn't even know. And if I didn't know, and I'm into here, I know they didn't know. So, um, so yes, that was that was that but what happened next was my friends and the few people that I braided that were not direct friends but friends of friends they started to ask me for more and I'm like huh I like this is we're having fun we're having so much fun doing this and they're like no can you trim my hair can you give me a trim I don't trust salons I don't trust you know people I trust you and I'm like well I don't know what to do and they're like but why and that's when I would have to break down well this license limits me to this this and that and they're like okay so do the whole thing and I'm looking at them like but the whole thing costs money (laughs) and they're like so like you know okay well figure it out but you need the whole thing And so I started to, for the first time, thinking, 
well, maybe I should do the whole thing because the other part of it is that I didn't want to, I don't want to leave money on the table, so to speak. So me not being able to do color services and things like that, not that I wanted to, but even if at the very minimum, a trim, I said, why would I send them away? I can still craft what I want to do in my career um, and just be ready for anything by having the full license, but still choose what I want to do within that umbrella, if that makes sense. And so that was when I started to look up full cosmetology programs. Now, this turning point is when the second magical how showed up, right? So a couple of months after I got my natural hair license, I researched, research and decided to enroll in what was it called? Um, hair Design Institute. It was called Hair Design Institute. I believe today it's called Brittany Beauty Academy. It's not under Empire. I believe Empire is the one if you're in New York um, and most people have heard of or at least saw a commercial for back in the day. But I went to Brittany Beauty Academy and I went there literally to level up. I said, you know what? My, my friends are right. No matter what somebody asks for, I should be able to legally perform the service. And like, you know, we'll we'll see. I'll figure it out. And so that's also sidebar, a reminder to you to be careful who you tell your dream to because encouraging friends and supportive strangers are really who shaped my career and and kind of basically told me what to do next. I just said I didn't have a mentor, but my guides were the people that I told my dreams to. Does you know, does that make sense? So anyway, there I am about I, I enrolled into the beauty school. I'm nervous because I'm 36 at this point. I'm like, I'm going to be the oldest person in there. This is embarrassing, <laughs> but it wasn't so bad. It wasn't so bad. So anyway, first day of school was fine. Um, second day of school, you know, very early on. But my mom texted me because she was still nervous about the whole thing. She's like, what school is this? Who are these people? You sure they ain't teething your money. Like, who is, where you find this school? <laughs> you know, my mother is very old school Caribbean. She's skeptical about everything. She's like, Mm-mm, I don't, I never hear this school. So I said, mom, it's legit. Like, literally, I'm in the first week of classes. I, it's legit. It all, it's all good. But she still digs, digs, digs. And she finds this link and she sends it to me and she's like, look at this. So I tap the link and the link leads to a page on the website of the school and it says scholarship. And I'm like, I'm already enrolled in school. What is like, what is she sending me? So plus the school never told me they had a scholarship. So now I'm like, wait, is this the scam? Like you're talking about scams. Mom, I think this scholarship is a scam. <laughs> so I call her. So the conversation goes something like this. Mom, where did you find this? On the people page. On the people page. How? 
I don't know. I was clicking and clicking and I want to see where my child going. I want to make sure they ain't thiefing my child money. So I click, 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 click and I find this and it's a scholarship. So I said, right, we need that. But mom, did you read it says the deadline is like two days away? Oh, I even see that. I just see the scholarship and I sent it to you, but hmm, you could do that. Nah, that is, that is easy. Mom, how, how is that easy? You, you does write and you does write. Since you born, you writing. You could, nah man, figure that out. Mom, it's two days away. I know, I know, I know. Come on up, please. Go and write the thing, yes, and get the people money. I go on. Click. Oh, okay. Okay, mom. So <laughs> that was literally the conversation. So here's the thing. I do write. I write creatively. I write to journal. I love to write. Writing is therapy. But the submission for this scholarship was not only writing, but you were answering questions and you had to provide a video. These people want to meet you and, you know, see who you are. Make sure you're legit. So I'm like, there is no way that I can do this in two days for what they're asking for. I dig a little deeper. And basically, the company is called Beauty Changes Lives. And this is a legit company. So if you know anybody interested in beauty school or actually nails, waxing, barbering, anything. Beauty changes lives, literally changes people's lives. It's a company that gives out scholarships to beauty industry uh, hopefuls and students. I don't think every scholarship you have to be enrolled, but the one that I received, you had to be enrolled currently. So they want to see that you're committed to your journey. You can't just get a check. So Again, it's just worth looking up because the scholarships range from like 3,500 to even 15,000, you know? So it's pretty dope. Like beauty changes lives is literally changes lives. So here I am reading the rules of this scholarship and it seemed simple enough, but I was already stuck when I started to read the questions. And the question that I had to answer in a creative video form was, what do you want to shout through beauty I'm like what what do I want to shout through beauty I never even what type of question is that I don't want to shout anything (laughs) it's literally asking me to tell my story and say what I want to shout through beauty and I didn't I did not even understand the wording of the question but more importantly I'm like okay I don't have a story I felt defeated before I even started. So it had links to other past winners to get inspiration for you to do your own, you know, video. And I'm clicking a few people and I'm like, so I don't have any computer graphic skills. One person had a chair on the roof of a building and the background was changing and they were talking over it. And then they appeared out of nowhere. And I was like, yeah, no, can't do that. Then I clicked on a few others and those were more so stories about tragic, unfortunate life situations, parents passing away, or, you know, even just teenage pregnancy, living out of a car. I'm like, uh, I don't think 
think this is the scholarship for me because I don't have that type of compelling, you know, story. And I definitely don't have the skills to do computer. I mean, not computer, but yeah, camera tricks and things like that. So I'm like, I don't know about this. How can I win a scholarship by saying, hi, guys, my name is Camilla and I won a scholarship because I'm a chicken (laughs) and I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. So I'm sitting there frustrated, talking to myself, talking out loud. And I remember my husband overhearing me and he's like, what's going on? What is the problem? Because I'm just mumbling. And I'm like, this scholarship, look at these submissions. How am I ever going to do this? And my mother's here saying, oh, you can do it. You have time. You does write. And I'm like, mom, I write in a journal. I'm like, I'm angry today. Like, this is not the type of writing that I do. I don't even have a story. This is stupid. Blah, 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 blah. So he cuts me off. He's like, what do you mean you don't have a story? I'm like, I mean exactly what I said. I don't have a story. I don't have an angle. Look at these submissions. This person is homeless. This person is colorblind. Like, what? It reminds me, you know what it reminds me of, friend? When I was in public school And I would get the half lunch ticket instead of the free lunch ticket because according to PS233, my parents made too much money. And I'm like, but how? (laughs) How? What is this guideline? So that's what it felt like. It's like, I guess I have a story, but it's not a story like this. So he looks at me and he's like, close the computer. Close the computer. Stop looking at other people. F those other people and their stories. I'm like, but they literally won the scholarships before. He's like, I don't care. Close the computer because you have a story. And so at this point, I'm annoyed. I'm like, you don't know nothing about nothing. Guys never understand. He's never on my side, right? You know, I'm going off in my head. And he's like, Camilla, who taught you how to braid? I'm like, my dad, but so what? He's like, Camilla, who taught you how to braid? my dad he's like now how many people do you know have fathers that taught them how to braid I'm like well nobody that I know and he's looking at me like (laughs) like you're picking up what I'm putting down and I'm like oh so his point was like even though my story may not be tragic I have an angle that a lot of people don't. So I got real quiet because I started to think, okay, well, I think he's right. And I got quiet because he's never right. (laughs) You know, like, mm, why is he making sense? So my dad teaching me how to braid from his childhood Boy Scout lesson in Trinidad from learning how to tie rope may not be, you know, this tragic story, but it's a unique experience that I can use with my gift of storytelling, if you will. And I can literally create my angle from that. So these people were all telling emotional stories about triumph, but my story is just emotional because of the relationship, you know, that I have with my father and how that turned into a lesson that changed my life so my fingers start to type and I'm like oh I got this I 
clearly fall asleep right where I was sitting because I started to type, 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 tap, tap, tap. My fingers are going. I'm editing because now that two day window seemed like something I should, you know, try to aim for. And I loved that the submission hour because I read the fine print and the hour was like 6 p.m. Eastern time. So it wasn't just midnight because things like that suck. It was like you have until 6 p.m. And I said, okay, I can edit, I can film, I can, okay, I can figure this out. And the biggest problem that I had was basically trying to figure out how I was going to make a video out of it because by that time I had dark bags under my eyes. I was tired. I didn't have any energy to figure out an outfit or anything like that. And so I said, okay, let me gather some pictures. Let me find clips of me doing hair from, remember, I'm still in school. So in the daytime, I would just grab a mannequin, do a little clip. I had friends that I took videos of and I'm just making little clips and editing, editing, whatever. And I'm telling my story using voiceovers and making sure that I am not one second over the four minute limit. I believe it was a four minute limit. Pressure. Okay. You talk about pressure. So down to the last hour of submission, I really feel like it was 547. (laughs) That was when I did the final listen through the final voiceover take and I hit enter and I was like, I am done. Like what? I'm finished. I'm, I'm done. I called my mother. I said, mom, I did it. I met the deadline. Very good. Very good. (laughs) She was too happy. (sighs) I'm in school. Time is passing. Weeks are passing. And I got a phone call. And the phone call was simply to say, congratulations. You are one of our scholarship winners. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? And the lady is literally saying, Camilla, your story stood out so much. The judges were all emotional. She said, I specifically remember your story because your father taught you how to braid. And I thought, what? So my mother was right. (laughs) So I do have a gift for writing or storytelling. Wait, wait, wait. So my husband was right. Wait, now you know that one is really what stood out to me. What? So blown away. That's how I ended up with this $8,000 or yeah, it was about 8,000 because I think tuition at the time was 16. So it, it chopped off half basically. So if it wasn't eight, it was about seven because tuition was 14, whatever it was, it chopped off half of my tuition, which made all the difference because I about had half to once I gathered up, you know, money and donations and asking favorite aunties like, hey, you want to (laughs) help? So basically, it worked out beautifully. And that magical how that came out of me getting out of my own way is why this story was important. Not only because it made me realize I do have an angle and I do have a story, but more so that I needed to get out of my own way 
and ignore what everybody else was doing. That moment then became the blueprint for how I operated within the beauty industry. I had to put blinders on. And so I'm offering that to you. Whatever it is that you're doing, put blinders on. It does not matter what anybody else is doing. It doesn't matter how how tragic you think their story is or how inspired or impressed or even sad you are for them. It means nothing to your story or your outcome. And I tell this to future professionals at Paul Mitchell all the time. You are the product. It's not what you do. It's not the braiding. It's not the coloring. It's you. Because at the core, we're all out here trying to do the same thing. And we're all trying to figure out the same thing. But you are unique. It's your personality, your attitude, your openness. All of the things about you is what will open doors that your skill can't. So never count yourself out based on the things you tell yourself. You know what I mean? I've never said to anyone, I'm the best braider. I've never even said to anyone, I do not list the best. I never said it. But guess what? My name is in a lot of rooms that I am not in because people are paying attention to me as a person. And without me even knowing, I'm inspiring somebody. So I'm saying that to you as well. Put your head down, focus on what you're doing, not anyone else, and what is for you will never pass you. And I say that to say, the lesson behind this blessing is exactly what led me to going on tour with Madonna and being on Black is King in the same year. At the same damn time. At the same damn time. But we'll get into that next time, okay? This is long enough, okay? So that just means you got to come back, friend. This life is nothing I could have ever planned. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And um, again, this is only the beginning of the backstory. So talk to you next time. All right. Think about what I just said. You got this. All right. Love you. Bye.